0: In the previous episode, we talked about setting up your first PPC uh, marketing campaign. And that's all fine and good uh, if and when you have the resources to do that. Because running any advertisement, it does cost money. Even just coming from the word PPC, which stands for pay per click. But how can you still market yourself... In a manner that you don't need to have many resources, that being financial or human resources. And still be able to get your business out there, reach the target customer that you're looking out for, and grow your revenue. So exactly that is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Stick around, see you in the episode. Welcome to the Marketing Podcast, the number one podcast helping aspiring entrepreneurs level up their marketing. Here's your host, Augustine. Let the class begin. Hey, guys, and welcome back to yet another episode on the Marketing Podcast Digital Marketing Tips and Insights, episode 218. Now, like I mentioned in the intro, we recently talked about running PPC campaigns in the previous episode. And we gave sort of like uh, some tips and strategies when you're activating your first campaign. Now, this obviously works very well, especially if you are a small business. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you go go back to episode 217 and give that a listen. It works well for small and medium sized business or a startup company that, you know, is really strict or really tight when it comes to, uh financial resources so you can not necessarily or you can't afford an agency at the moment and you're looking for some way to still be able to advertise your product or your services so that's sort of like broke down the steps that you want to look out for from a marketing perspective before running any uh ppc campaign now like i've also mentioned in the intro you know ppc is one way to go about you know getting your products and services Uh, to your ideal uh, clients, but the problem comes is not every business has the financial capability to run ads, which is understandable. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, how you can reach out to your ideal customer uh, in the most organic way and still be able to sell to them and have an effective uh, campaign for that now when it comes to this you have to put in mind that uh, a lot of hard work will have to go into this um you'll have to be a, a bit more patient however the minute it starts working it works on in the long run as well and in future you can also like implement or supplement it with uh, ppc campaigns once you're able to afford that because you have set a foundation in place uh in order to get your ideal customer from an organic point of view now this boils down to two things and that is inbound marketing and search engine optimization primarily now when it comes to inbound marketing you have to uh, think you know about who your ideal target customer is who your ideal um target avatar is now trying to figure out you know who exactly you're targeting what are their features what do they do what do they live where do they live how much you know sort of like income do they have what's their gender what's their you know simply describe them as if you're describing a person now once you've come up with your ideal target avatar or your ideal target persona now comes uh you know the awareness of uh you know sort of like being aware of the customer journey process now Typically, if you can't remember what the customer or the buyer's journey process looks like, it it stems off from an awareness stage where the customer or the client is aware that they have a problem that needs to be solved. And then from the awareness stage, they move on to uh, the consideration stage. From the consideration stage, they move on to the decision stage. From the decision stage now uh, they make a purchase and then from you know making a purchase either you know they come back to you and become a loyal customer or they move on further to somewhere else if maybe they didn't ex- have a good experience with your product or your service or you are not able to do a good job for them so you have to think of the buyer's journey as such now one of the things is that when it comes to inbound marketing you're not uh, thinking in form of a sales funnel where you have a, you know. Your your marketing people bringing a lot of people to the top of your funnel and the sales, you know, people trying to convert a percentage of uh, those prospects that are brought to the top of the funnel and the funnel keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And once, you know, someone comes out, you know, of the funnel, there's no reason for them to uh, come back. So you have to think of, of it as something, you know, HubSpot likes to call it the flywheel methodology whereby, you know. Once you're able to uh, close a sale from, you know, the prospect that, you know, the marketing team brings to you, having an aligned process that sort of like uh, engages and delights you, your prospects, your clients, giving them a reason to come back and giving them a reason to become, you know, uh, loyal to your business, to your brand, service, product. Whatever, right? But there's a whole topic on that. If you can go and listen to the topic on the flywheel methodology, so that you can get you know much deeper understanding on what that is all about. Now, since you're aware of the bias journey, I want you now to remember the episode we talked about content sprouting. Now, content sprouting essentially is simply having sort of like a core topic that you want your business to be known about. And you can have several core topics. Um, most people, you know, marketers like to call it like pillar topics or pillar pages. So you have like a core topic that you want to, uh, your business to be known about. Write a very in-depth and long content on it. It has to be really, really, really good. And then from that, you apply what is called uh, content sprouting. Some people like to call it topic clusters. Meaning you have sort of like subtopics stemming out from the main content, the main um, uh, core topic. A good example could be, let's say, for example, if we want to be known for, let's say, carpet cleaning, right? Maybe that's one thing. Uh, Or let's say we want to be known for cleaning services. So maybe a core topic could be something like how how to clean your home this is just a hypothetical example just coming off from the top of my head how to clean your home so we write a very long and in-depth content on how to clean your home and then from that now we have like topic classes or like sub content sprouting out from our main content which is how to clean a house which could be for example a carpet cleaning how to get rid of cobwebs how to um get rid of ants, for example, how to vacuum properly, how to clean your electronic devices, how to um, clean out your refrigerator. Just as an example, you know, on uh, how sort of like, you know, content sprouting looks like. So figure out uh, what kind of core topics you want your business to be known about uh, based on exactly what you're selling, right? If you're selling, like from our example, when it comes to... cleaning services if you're selling cleaning services then you know that might be one thing that you know maybe how to clean your house you know might be one topic that you might want to put um out there or you might you might want to write now obviously do your research and figure out you know what uh people in the industry are writing about so that you sort of have an understanding on how to write and how to structure even the content that you're writing there's a whole topic on that but i'm not going to get much deeper into that now figure out the topics that you want your business to be known about now the second step or the third step is to look now at the bias uh, journey from the awareness stage to the consideration to the decision slash purchase stage uh, to the um, you know loyalty stage, if you want to call it or you know the part where they come back to you now look at the different behaviors on how people behave when they are sort of like in the awareness stage right Um, when someone is in the awareness stage and let's say, um, you know, I'm feeling sort of like a bit, maybe I'm feeling ill, Just say for example, or let me use another example. Um, let's say for example, I want to lose weight, right? And, you know, one of the things, you know, I I realized, you know, maybe the recent days, you know, I've been gaining a bit of weight. You know, what, what do I go online and do? Maybe I'm searching something like, um, uh, how to, you know, how to reduce uh belly fat or how to you know something of the sort? Of how to you know improve on my muscles how to the questions come from how to right because they have realized they have a problem now the way they structure their query their search query determines what stage they're in in their bias journey how to do a b c and d Let's, say, let's give another example. Um, let's say we are a small business and we realize that, you know, marketing is something or digital marketing is something that we really, really need to implement in our in our business. And one of the things is to maybe have our own online presence, but we don't have a website at the moment and we don't know how to create a website. And but then again, we also don't have the financial resources to hire someone to a website for us so what do we do we head on to google or any search uh, engine and write how to create a website for example that's a question because i'm aware that i have a problem and that is uh, that we're not integrating marketing into our business and then secondly i'm aware that we don't have the financial resources to do that or maybe you have limited financial resources we can't really hire someone who's i high end we can not really hire an agency and you know Uh, pay them a thousand or five thousand or ten thousand dollars to you know build for us a website that's not really maybe your marketing budget is maybe two hundred dollars or maybe a hundred dollars and that's it so we go on to google and write how to uh, create a website now when it came when it comes to your business now let's say we, we are this marketing agency right we can come up with content surrounding the awareness stage and one of uh Uh, the core topics could be importance of uh, uh, implementing digital marketing in your business or digital marketing for startups or marketing for small businesses. That could be a core topic. And one of the subtopics around that could be how to create or develop your own website, right? So that could be you know one of the core topics that captures someone who's in the awareness stage. because they're either way going to online on google and searching for that so you space that you already rank for that specific keyword and you have content that will give them you know whatever it is that they're looking for right so let's say they've looked into that and you know how to develop a website and then you know they found you know uh Sort of like content or articles or speak about it, and um, they go on and try to create, you know, the WordPress website or whatever—Squarespace, Wix, um, GoDaddy. But then they realize that um, since they're not that technical enough, they might need, uh, or let's say they chose to go to, um, maybe they, they chose to use GoDaddy, and, and you know, maybe they're looking at, maybe it doesn't have a lot of flexibility and maybe they want to have like a reservation system that is not currently available on their cms and since they're still new they're still a bit confused etc so where do they go uh when they're sort of like considering what to buy which cms is better because you've already learned how to create a website so which content management system is better now you're in the consideration stage. Because you're fully aware of the problems that you have of the problem that you have you've done your research you see the options that are available to solve your specific problem and now you realize that you know hosting a website you either need to do it on your own or hire an agency to do that so you can do it on your own maybe you are looking at the different cms that are available from wordpress godadis whatever and also you know this day you can hire an agency or you can hire a web developer to to do that for you right so you look at the different options you look at you know really what needs to go into your website and if your website maybe is not that you know doesn't need to be that technical enough maybe you choose to go down the cms route and do it on your own have do your own google my business and have you know your google website etc maybe that's all you need but then maybe you're running, you know, something very complicated. Maybe it's an e-commerce and you, you need someone who can, you know, create something, you know, good for you. But listen, you already have a topic on uh, the difference between uh, maybe, um, you know, creating your website on GoDaddy versus, um, uh, you know, creating your website on a CMS, maybe like WordPress or Magento or Shopify, etc. But then since you know now they're the considerations so they're trying to look at you know which cms to use and which options you know it's best suited for them now this is where call to actions come to place now you place in call to actions uh, you can place in, in, in offers that you want because now when they head on to google and search they're searching on which using the phrase which which cms is better godaddy or wordpress which cms is better for an e-commerce store for example because these are people who are already in the considerations. So they are considering their options. And you have an article that is around the awareness stage that informs them of the options that they have. And in that specific article, now you have call to actions specifically. And you're trying to incline to them that you can make it much easier for them. Now, you're still giving them value, showing them, you know, the difference between maybe the different CMS platforms, and you know uh, maybe in between you're showing like a case study that you guys did for a specific um e-commerce store and maybe if you have a portfolio of websites that you've created you're also showcasing them at the same time and then maybe offering something special just an example maybe you're offering like a discount 10 or whatever but they're already in the consideration stage so you're trying to show them as much as you're giving them valuable information you're trying to show them why they should pick you over going over going on to maybe a different agency or maybe uh choosing to go down the route of creating the website on their own right and then comes the passive uh, you know purchase stage which is simply you know either in the consideration stage you know they you know click your call to action and uh, end up converting but then you know in the purchase stage meaning that you know maybe um you know that you know has a lot to do with how you sort of like on board you and you're able to uh, sort of like lure them or market yourself. That has a lot to do with you. But someone who's already in the consideration say so is already warm enough uh to be sold to. But the thing is that you have to always you know give them value first. Like I've given you the example of this article where you're pr- pretty much showing the difference between the different um CMS platforms. But then at the same time showing how you as an agency you've succeeded maybe in creating e-commerce uh, website for different uh e-commerce or online stores, maybe you have a portfolio, or um you know, case studies that you've done, etc., and trying to lure them to you. Now, once you've created content that you know surrounds uh, the buyer's journey from the awareness stage to the uh, consideration stage to the decision stage, etc., the thing you have to put in mind is you know your content has to also rank because essentially we, we we we've said. You don't have any money to do any sort of paid campaigns. So you're purely depending on algorithm and organic reach, right? So SEO is a big thing. You know, making sure that all the content that you've written is well optimized. That will allow you, well optimized and well written, by the way. That will allow you to start ranking slowly. Now with SEO, you have to bear in mind that it takes time. But since you're a small business and you don't have maybe the marketing budget to, uh, you know, run any form of paid campaigns, now integrating inbound and SEO is one thing that might not work for you for the first two, three months based on how SEO works. But after six months, if you did a good job, you know, laying the foundation for the first six months, then you start seeing proper results. But you have to do it in a very structured manner. You have to do it in a... See yourself as an agency and see yourself as a client. Like I mentioned, look at your now, giving you a summary of what we've talked about, look at who your ideal customer is. Look at their bias journey from the awareness stage to the consideration stage to to the decision stage and having something that, you know, will have them come back to you, become loyal to your brand or your business. Right. Think about their behavior in the different stages. Right, what are they likely to search for? What are those keywords? What are those key phrases? What are the, what are the questions that they are asking themselves? Do your research. There are very many tools that you can figure out to find out you know what people are looking out for. Now, using the content sprouting technique, come out with content that sort of uh, helps the buyer or the customer in the different stages of the buyer's journey that gives them information and it's not always that you know someone will read your awareness content and then move on to your consideration content and then move on to your decision content maybe the awareness content they read it somewhere else and that's the thing about you know you know seo different content will rank differently at different times at different speeds maybe for the awareness stage they read a content somewhere else but now when they're doing the research for their consideration stage, they come on to you. They find your piece of content. And since it's well written, you're showing your customer or your prospect what you're able to do for them. You have examples, you have a you have a portfolio, you have necessary call to action and they can actually see you know a bit of transparency on sort of like if they click one of the one of your call to action, what they're getting from you, how long it will take, etc. If maybe it's booking a, a one-on-one appointment with you, it's quite straightforward, making it easy for them. And there you have it. You have an inbound marketing campaign that is working well as a machine, but it does take time, and you have to put a lot of effort into it. But something you can put into your business. I hope you enjoyed uh, these free tips. If you have any questions, you know, send them out to me, a guest in at serverdigital.io, or any business inquiry you need us to run your PPC campaign, you need to get your business online, or you need us to develop your website, you know, work on your online presence, etc., generate some leads for you, and all of that, reach out to us at hello at serverdigital.io. But until then, see you guys on the next podcast episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Marketing Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, class dismissed.